Today, we've got our first ever Walmart Talk series episode where we're gonna talk about selling on walmart.com. We're gonna go over some basic Walmart strategies plus announce new tools from Helium 10 for Walmart sellers. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. If you guys would like to network with other Walmart sellers, make sure to join our brand new Facebook group called Helium 10 Winning with Walmart. You can actually just search for that on, on Facebook or you can actually go to h10.me forward slash Walmart group and you can go directly to that page. So make sure to join. You can tag me and carry with questions and ask questions of other Walmart sellers or even share your own experiences in that Facebook group. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the Amazon or Walmart world. Uh oh, there's a little bit of a difference in my uh, introduction there. I never added that little last part of in the Walmart world, so we're going to have kind of like our first mini-series uh, episode talking about uh, let's 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 call this Walmart talk. You know, we have PPC talk episodes. Let's call this Walmart talk, where we're gonna you know talk about all things uh, selling on Walmart.com, which seems to be one of the hottest uh, marketplaces for people to get on nowadays. But uh, before we get into that, we have somebody for the first time in this show, Carrie. Carrie, how's it going? Hey, it's going great. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for coming on. Now, Carrie, you've you're kind of like uh, the newer kid. Uh, on the block here, but this is definitely not your first rodeo as far as, you know, being in the e-commerce space. So what I like to do whenever, you know, somebody internal or external is on the show for the first time, I like getting uh, a little bit of their histories. You're actually one of my neighbors here. You're not, you're probably less than 45 minutes away from, from my house here in Southern California. Uh, is this where you were born and raised? No. Well, I was born in Florida and t lived there till I was 12 and then raised the rest of the time in San Diego. So yeah, for, for the most part, I'd say San Diego is my hometown. So definitely used to sunny, uh, sunny um, states here in the United States, huh? Yes, the best of both coasts, I think. <laughs> so There we go. Cool. Now, what was your major in college? I majored in liberal arts and Spanish. Okay. And went to Pepperdine. Eh, entonces hablas español muy bien, ¿verdad? <laughs> sí, hablo, sí, más o menos. Okay, No practico cool. mucho, pero sí. <laughs> awesome. I might have to have you do some training videos in Spanish. I totally <laughs> forgot that you speak Spanish. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Now, what did you did you ever get a job in that upon graduation? I did actually. I well, I lived in Argentina for a year and got really good at Spanish, and then I ended up becoming a teacher my first year out of college. I actually wanted to be an elementary teacher, but they weren't hiring anywhere for elementary positions, and so everywhere I went, they were like, "Oh, but you can teach Spanish, and you can teach Spanish." And I was like, "Well, I really do like Spanish," so mm -hmm. I ended up teaching Spanish for five years. Oh, wow. So I, I definitely used, it was like Spanish one. So very, very basic Spanish. You're in Southern California? <laughs> yeah. I was a, a, a high school up in LA and then also um, a private school in San Diego for four years. Which, which schools where, where was it at? I taught at Agora High School my first year. Uh -huh. And then I, um, I taught at Horizon Prep, which is a private school in Rancho Santa Fe. Yes. Yes. My kids uh, are in the league that plays against Horizon uh, oh, for sports. So, so I'm very familiar with Horizon. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I was a coach there too. So maybe I, <laughs> <laughs> what maybe did you I coach? ran into them. I coached basketball and I also coached volleyball. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Who so. knows? I, I Maybe they, my daughter actually played against you uh, one That's year. That's funny. No, 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 that would be crazy small. <laughs> 
Anyways, we're not here to talk about uh, high school basketball and, and Spanish and stuff, but I love getting the history of people because I, one thing I always try and stress on the show is, is we come from such wide variety of backgrounds, not just culturally, but but just as far as our actual professional careers, but we all somehow end up together in the same you know e-commerce space. So where did that transition actually happen for you? Like, how did you go from teaching Spanish and coaching basketball to like, hey, let me sell online? Well, I actually didn't go directly to selling online right after that. I was a, a trainer for a skincare company as well. I One of my students, her mom recruited me to work for her. And so I was a trainer and I did sales for them for about five years. Um, and I did some more sales for Clear Channel for a little bit. But um, my dad actually took over a company um, that was selling skateboards. And uh, I ended up just looking at all of the uh, sales on Amazon and realized, wow, we could definitely do way better. And I just went online and started learning how to sell on Amazon. And that was about 2015. And um, just started learning and started getting better. And I thought to myself, well, I could probably help other companies do this as well because I learned how to do it for my own. So I started freelancing mm-hmm. on FreeUp. And so I was a freelancer for a few years as well. And I worked with some big agencies. I worked for small sellers and I worked for sellers that were just kind of their own single sellers, maybe selling two, mi- two, million, two million a month in sales. And so I've, wow. I've had kind of a wide variety of experience and I learned a lot working with different people because they have different strategies and techniques yeah. that I learned. And then I also implemented my own and was able to test them out and see them work firsthand. So that was kind of my introduction to e-commerce and I loved it. So Super I've, cool. yeah. And you were actually an early adopter of Helium 10. I think you might have been using Helium 10 before. Me, were you using it way back in like 2016 or around Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was using it for keyword research and I used um, Frankenstein and Scribbles. And it was, I feel like it was kind of my secret because I had, you know, some of my clients, they wanted me to just tell them what my secrets were. And literally my secret was I was using (laughs) Helium 10 and getting great keywords. And I was usually making sure they were all written in the listing and I made sure to check them off using, you know, <laughs> the Helium 10 tools. And so I, I always laugh about that because it just, it seems like there's some big secret, but it's really just diligence and doing the right thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Your now, listing. How did your, um, your, your family bit or your dad's business there, how, how has that grown over the last you know four years that, that he, that he took it over? Is it, is it like mainly on Amazon? Is, is it like, you know, half on Shopify or what's the, what's the diversification there? It's definitely grown quite a bit on Amazon, but um, we do ha- we have a Magento site as well. What's that? Um, it's a like Shopify. It's a it's a oh, platform okay. like Shopify. Um, so we have a Magento site, and we sell quite a bit there. And we also do a lot of wholesale. So we have a well rounded business. So it's it's you know it's e commerce and it's wholesale, and so we have a lot of different um, things that we do. And we also kind of started another brand that's more on the apparel side, and I have a Shopify site for that that I built which was really fun and a great learning experience. So I've, I've gotten experience with Shopify as well. <laughs> nice. So like out of all the brands that you and your, your dad, uh, uh, run, like what, what, what would you say across the different platforms? What's, what's your annual gross sales? Would you say? Um, I believe it's going to be about 2 million, uh, okay. every year. So we're, yeah, we're about the 2 million mark when it was, when I started, it was about, uh, $200 a month on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, a little bit of an increase there. I, yeah. I, I like it. I like it. Yeah. All right. Now, um, you know, we're, we love, you know, talking about Shopify. We love talking about Amazon, but we're actually going to talk about something that you until, you know, recently haven't had 
much experience on, and that's with Walmart. You know, you you were yeah. brought on here to be um, uh, the brand evangelist, and and it was funny I- internal <laughs> internally this position when it opened up. Uh, we called it the okay. We need to hire a Walmart Bradley, you know, uh, because Bradley <laughs> yeah. doesn't know anything almost about Walmart, but we need somebody to do what Bradley does for Amazon for for kind of Walmart. So so you carry are the Walmart Bradley uh, yes. here. But, um, you know, you've been learning about the platform and about selling uh, over the last few months that you've been here. And I just want to, you know, take some time to talk about your learnings, because I think a lot of people out there probably are in the same boat that you were when you first joined our companies. You personally hadn't sold on Walmart. You know, you, you knew what it was, but you didn't know a lot of the ins and outs. So let's just bullet point right now, like, I don't know, top five or top 10, let's your biggest learnings about how selling on Walmart is different than selling on Amazon. Okay. I think the first awakening was when I did the application process because I had kind of a blocker there and I, I put my application and I just didn't hear back for a long time. I just didn't hear back. And I found out it was because I actually had somehow, I think we must've applied a few years ago. Um, I remember there was a, somebody reaching out to us and asking about, um, you know, us selling on the Walmart platform, but we decided not to do it. Mm -hmm. And so I guess if you've applied in the past or something happened in the past where you were almost selling on Walmart or anything like that, when you apply on walmart.com, you actually kind of go into this no man's land where they don't even respond to your application because they don't see it. It's some sort of glitch in the system. And so I, was able to get it actually approved. And I think the biggest learning lesson is that you can actually go in and submit a ticket through email on Walmart. And we actually have a blog that we wrote about that. Um, And it gives you information on how to contact them and make sure that they can see your, your application. You have to explain all the details and everything, but then I was able to get it approved. So that was really great um, learning experience for me. What would you have done differently? I I know like we actually, because you know we're kind of tight now with with Walmart, we were able to go in back channels and 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 get you unblocked. But obviously, not everybody works for Helium Ten and right. can just call up Walmart and do that. So, like, what should somebody do if they don't remember if they had applied before at some time? They they can actually go into the support now. I I I was under the impression that you had to have an account in order to to put in a ticket, but there is a way that's mapped out on our blog actually, that shows you the path that you can actually do a a support ticket by email. And then you'll email them and explain everything to them. And then that from there, they can help you and to get what your application into the right hands and they can either approve it or deny it from there. So that's the best way to do it. I didn't really realize that because I kept, whenever I was looking around, I was like, there's only support if you log in and I, and there is a way to do it with, with just through email. Okay, cool, cool. So guys, um, you know, I would say everybody out there who's selling on Amazon, um, it doesn't it doesn't cost money to apply. But it, it, there, is there a monthly fee? Like you know how the Amazon plan is like thirty nine dollars or something. Is there a monthly fee to sell on Walmart? No. Oh what? I've, I didn't even wait, know that. Not that is I've there? come across yet. I don't think I, so. I don't think so. No. Yeah. So guys, if you're out there um, and you haven't applied, if you're selling on Amazon already, you know, start the process because sometimes it does take a little bit extra time, but. Is it what's the website? Do you know offhand uh, with the website that people can go to to get uh, signed up? The you can go to Seller Center. Uh, I usually just Google Seller Walmart Seller Center application. <laughs> That's how I okay. get there. All right, guys. So there's your step one for for your to do list. Uh, for after listening to today's episode, if you're driving, please don't do it right now. But uh, when you get back to your house, Google uh, Seller Center Walmart Seller Center and uh, uh, start the application process if you've never uh, applied before. And now, you know, that being said, you know, like 
who would you say selling on Walmart is is for? I would say that it's for people who have already been established in the e-commerce world because, first of all, you can't even get accepted unless you are established as a seller. So that's going to be your first roadblock. If you're a new seller, you really want to start on other platforms first and then uh, apply it at Walmart. So basically it's for people who want to expand their e-commerce business. There is a ton of opportunity right now on walmart.com that I didn't realize before I started doing all of this. I, I think a lot of, a lot of people didn't realize that walmart.com is similar to Amazon in that it is a platform where you can sell your products. So that that's been pretty eye-opening. They just passed a hundred thousand sellers this last July. And, um, you know, on, Amazon, I think there's like 9.7 million sellers or something crazy like that. So mm-hmm. there's just a ton of opportunity um, on the walmart.com platform. Okay, cool. Now, in in your experience or from the sellers that you've talked to, I know you're just getting started you know, with, with your own accounts on Walmart. Is there a rough ratio like, hey, I'm selling 20 units a day on Amazon. I can expect to sell one unit a day on Walmart or two? Is is there like a, a, a kind of like average that from sellers you've talked to on Walmart? It really depends on, uh, you know, the products that you're selling, but I would say about 10% of Amazon traffic in general and maybe 10, 10% of the sales. So okay. when you're looking at something, you want to kind of find products that are, or, or choose products of your own that have high search volumes because you're, you're going to calculate probably about 10% of those of the same amount of traffic going to Walmart at this point. Now that's growing. So it's going to just keep going on up and up and up from here, but that's kind of where it's at right now. Yeah. It's kind of almost like the the old days of Amazon, you know, yeah. like, like uh, as far as the it, wild west. Yes, uh, it really is. Interesting. Okay. So one thing that I know I had a question uh, about originally was, you know, I, I know ba- now Walmart is building out their, uh, I think it's called WFS, or which is basically their FBA, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But back in the day in, in Walmart, it, it was almost strictly fulfilled by merchant. I, I don't know what they call it, but but we Amazon sellers know fulfilled by merchant is means I, I've got the product in my warehouse and I'm shipping it out uh, myself. Now, so that being the case, you know, there's a lot of Amazon sellers who strictly work with FBA. You know, uh, maybe yeah. they have a 3PL, maybe they don't, but very few are like me where I've got a warehouse in the back of my house and so I'm able to just, you know, ship FBM anything at any time and it's like not even a hassle at all for me. So for the Amazon seller out there who who doesn't have their own warehouse and who is 100% using FBA, can they still do fulfilled by merchant on Walmart like using the, the, the Amazon, what is it called, multi-channel fulfillment? That's not against the Walmart or Amazon rules to, to do that, right? No. And in fact, they're partnered with Deliver. Uh, so D- Deliver will actually do all that shipping for you. So if you mm. if you don't end up doing the Walmart services, then you can also use Deliver as well. And there's a few others that that you can utilize. So yeah, you can actually, it, yeah, there's no no problem for using another fulfillment like a 3PL or something okay, like that. Okay, cool. That, that just makes it super easy. Like, like guys out there, if you only got one or two or five or even 10 products on 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 Amazon, don't worry about, oh my goodness, I have to, you know, get a completely new stock and I've got to find a 3PL and and I got to do this. I mean, you, if you just want to test it out, you just got to create the listings and and if you get if you don't get orders, well, great, you know, there's not I mean, that's bad, but you know, hey, you're not out a big investment, but if you do get orders, you you can just, you know, fulfill it directly from your Amazon inventory. Now, that being said, that being said, we don't want to make it seem like there's this button you can push and then magically your Amazon listings show up on a Walmart. 
let's talk a little bit about the difference between creating listings on Walmart with Amazon, because if I'm not mistaken, that is like probably one of the biggest differences there is. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of differences. Um, I think the first thing is maybe even just in the title itself, you know, a lot of Amazon sellers will stuff the title with a bunch of keywords and you want to, you'll actually get um, penalized if you, your title is too long and you have too much stuffed in there. The cool thing about Walmart is it has, um, a, an optimization score on on the your seller center account on Walmart. So you can actually go in and see what they want you to optimize and the things that they want you to fill in so that people can better find your product. So in that regard, it's a bit easier because you, you know what they're looking for and it, you kind of get to understand what kinds of things you need to put in each section. Um, so that's extremely helpful. Um, you know, you're, you're going to want to focus on main keywords. So, you know, you, we use a lot of long tail keywords on amazon.com, but you want to use for walmart.com a lot of main keywords and main just bigger search volume terms first and make sure mm -hmm. you have all of those written in there. And you want to write some of the most important ones multiple times. So you kind of want to categorize like, okay, maybe these are my top few keywords that are the most important. I'm going to put those in there a few times and you kind of itemize them by, you know, the search volume and relevance because relevancy is huge for Walmart. You really want to make sure they're relevant because I, I know on Amazon, you could really put any, anything in there, but Walmart, yeah. Walmart wants to make sure that you're very, very relevant to, for the customer's um, experience. So. And there's a lot more, like the last time I checked tons more fields that you have to fill out like like yeah. on Amazon you got the title you got the bullet points you got the search terms um and then you've got the description and then if you want to you know maybe a couple others like hey let me you know let me put the color type or but like it's not even required right but on Walmart there's a lot more required and then even the ones that aren't required don't you get like penalized if you don't fill it out? Like you might not even get indexed for, for keywords if you don't fill out everything or how does yeah. that work? Yeah, you've got to fill in all the attributes. And so it'll actually show you on that listing quality score. It'll show you, okay, you need to fill in this attribute or whatever it is that you're missing. And so you can go back in and make sure to optimize everything so that they do make it easy and that you don't have to guess what they want you to fill in. They'll, they'll tell you, but it does change from time to time. I have heard that from sellers. So you've got to mm -hmm. kind of keep checking back on your, on your listing to make sure that you're filling in because they add different categories and different or different things on there, you know, that they want you to fill that out that you, if you haven't been checking back on your listing, you wouldn't notice. So you want to make sure to keep monitoring your listings to do that. Okay. All right. Good to know. Now we talked, uh, you talked about, uh, Hey, there, there's an application process. And then once you get approved, what fill in that gap there from when I get approved uh, to sell on Walmart to making that listing, is it just a matter of I go in there and create a listing and just try and work out all of these fields? Or are there some other things I need to set up on the back end when I'm, when I first get started selling on Walmart? Uh, well, you can, you can set up your, uh, fulfillment by, uh, Walmart fulfillment services. That's probably something if you wanted to utilize that, but you, you got to set, set up your shipping and everything like that. And you're really pretty good to go right away mm. if you want to. Um, if you're quick about it, so anybody can do the Walmart. When we say Walmart fulfillment services, that's the basically their uh, FBA, right? Yeah, it's their FBA. Now, I I'm not sure if everyone gets accepted, but you can. Like, I have a button on there to apply to okay. to the services, so um, I can report back to see, you know, get more information about whether or not everybody's you know qualifies for it. But um, you can definitely apply right away. 
Okay. All right. Now going back to the listing, I remember, I forgot what I, I was trying to create one list. It might've been the project X coffin shelf. I'm not sure, mm -hmm. but I even had like it in the title and I was not indexed. I, I couldn't get indexed for that keyword. So does that mean that uh, my listing quality score was too low uh, and that's why I couldn't get indexed for that key it, keyword, even though it was in my title? It could mean that you're in the wrong category. So if you're in the wrong mm. product category, there's certain keywords that are attributed to certain product categories. So it's kind of tricky in that. So you kind of have to test it and see, okay, are, am I showing up in these? And, and you know, you might have to decide, am I in the right category? What's going on here? So I do believe we are showing up for the coffin shelf now though. Okay, <laughs> so that's good. Yeah. Now for images, if I recall, I actually used the URLs of my Amazon listing yeah. images to do yeah. it. But correct me if I'm wrong, but like you can't, can you upload images directly to the listing like you can on Amazon? Or do you have to use a URL of either Amazon or of some kind of hosting service for your images? So you can do that, but you can't, um, you can't upload the spreadsheet bulk uploads unless you do that. Ah, so okay. you really want to be able to utilize those bulk uploads because there's a lot of things in there that, um, that you can only do with the, with the uploads. So it's really important to, to get that in there. And I actually used AWS for our, I, I actually redid all of that because I didn't want to just directly link to the Amazon listings. Cause you never know what could happen, you know, like where it's, they're just like, Oh, sorry, we're not allowing that anymore. Cause yeah. it's connected to Amazon. So I felt like it was a good you know, solid setup to do it in AWS, Amazon Web Services. And we, you know, have all the photos hosted there and then they're up on um, Walmart. Also, what was really helpful for me doing that is I had to re-upload the listing a few times. Mm -hmm. And other if I would have just done it manually, I would have had to upload those images every single time. But with the spreadsheet, I just, all the images URLs were already in that bulk upload. So I could just re-upload it, everything. Um, and I have heard other sellers say things, you know, your listing might get taken down or there's some sort of glitch or something like that. And you have to re-upload everything. So if you have your file ready to go, yeah. you can just upload it again. It's super easy. You don't have to worry about redoing the images and what order were they in and all of that. It's already just saved and it makes your life so much easier. Okay, cool. Now, guys, you know, just another reason, I, like I said, I, I wanted you guys to to apply for, for Walmart. And actually, you shouldn't you shouldn't delay too much because... We, um, you know, we, we've had the Project X coffin shelf, um, you know, up for oof, probably almost two years, uh, coming up on two years by the end of this year. And I tried to get the Walmart listing done like six months ago, but then lo and behold, somebody, some random person went and had made a coffin, you know, our coffin shelf listing. I guess they were probably like drop shipping it from, from Amazon or something, but it, we've just had a heck of a time trying to take that listing over because they had done the images all wrong. Like the main image was like the back of the coffin shelf that shows the hanger. I'm like, what what nonsense person would, would do this? And, and I'm like, all right, Walmart, you know, this is my product. This is our listing. Look, we, we had this on Amazon and I just could not get it done. So guys, you know, like if you wait too long to get up on Walmart and you are successful on Amazon, what might happen is just some random person out there, like a dropship or something might create your listing. And then now when you come in to try and, take that listing over, you know, you might have some, uh, difficulties. Did, did you ever get that fixed Carrie, or did, or, or did we end up having to make a brand new coffin shelf uh, listing? We did the brand new coffin shelf listing. However, if you, uh, get brand registered on Walmart, then you, you, things get a little bit easier that way. So we haven't done that yet. Um, so we'll have to stay tuned for the brand registry process, but that should help you. And then if you can sh prove that you are the owner of the, 
of the GTIN, then you can take it over as, okay. as the main owner. So there are are steps that you can take on Walmart, um, but we just we went kind of around it and we have our, our new listings up so that we could get things moving faster. Cool, cool. All right. We're talking, you know, to to a big part of our audience who who are probably already selling on Amazon. You know, may, they may got one product, they got ten products, they got twenty products. But you know, there's customers out there who uh, or, or listeners out there um, who maybe they've got you know two hundred. They're big time sellers. They've got two hundred products. They've got four hundred products. So they it might be a, a pretty big undertaking to go ahead and create two hundred or or four hundred Walmart listings. I would imagine that that they might want to prioritize what they upload. I, I, I would probably say that eventually they probably should put all their, their SKUs on Walmart, but, but since yeah. they have so many Amazon SKUs, how would a bigger company go out and do some, you know, research to see, you know what, I need to prioritize these 30 SKUs because these have a bigger potential on, on, on Walmart. I would um, make sure to look for the kind of higher traffic ones first and go, go from there. Cause Walmart does have a little bit less traffic. So Focusing on those higher traffic ones. Also, make take a look at the price. Walmart does like the lower priced um, deals. So, if you're you, I, I would suggest checking to make sure whatever you move over is going to be profitable. What's interesting though is I actually saw some listings on Walmart that were actually higher in price than Amazon, which I which I didn't expect. So, kind of just analyzing that kind of you know the profitability of it. The and the search volume first, and seeing you know where the highest potential is, and just maybe start with the top ten percent of those top ten percent search volume and um, profitability. Cool. All right. Now speaking of you know things like search volume and stuff like that, you know I'm sure people are the next question is well, how do I even do research and and, and things like that on on um on Walmart? So actually, but you know by the time this episode comes out, uh, I mean right now when we're recording this, uh, it's already out to helium 10 elite members, but we, you know, are announcing right here, guys, that, you know, helium 10 now has Walmart, uh, marketplace, uh, capabilities with some of our tools. So what are the tools that, um, that are going to be available to, to different customers? And again, right now, for sure, if you're an elite member, you've got full access to, to these tools, but depending on when you guys are listening to this, if you're listening to it the day it comes out or maybe a month later, you, you also might, you know, if you're a platinum or dime member, you guys might have access to it too. But let's talk about our phase one helium 10 tools that will be for, for Walmart. What, what's the first one? So the first one is x-ray, which is awesome. So we have x-ray for Walmart. It pulls up all kinds of great relevant information. So that and that, that will be a, a helpful tool for anyone who has a lot of products to kind of see how competitive their niche is in terms of, you know, which those top products that they decide they want to move over and whether or not there is an opportunity for them. Now, currently on X-Ray, like we don't yet have sales estimates for the Walmart, right? Uh, no, not, but that is in, in the works. We're working okay. on that. So, but, but then like, so like if they're the cool thing, I think I, when I was testing it out uh, a while back was we actually show if that product's on Amazon and then we yeah. we're actually showing the Amazon estimated sales right on there. Yeah. Yeah. So the Amazon estimated sales are on there. Um, and there's, it, there's a bunch of other things that you can take a look at on there. Like, um, for example, it shows you the percentage of, um, Walmart fulfillment services and they you are actually prioritized if you use, you know, the two day two day shipping options and you have that fast Walmart fulfilled sermons <laughs> fulfillment services. Um so you can see how many of the sellers 
with that keyword are you know using that already. You can see the mm-hmm. average listing optimization score. So if there's a low listing optimization score, there's there's definitely holes there where you can have some good opportunity. So there's a lot of different um, data points on X-ray that you can utilize to make a good decision for um, whether or not you should move the product over. Okay, what well, what else does like the Walmart X-ray have? that that's unique, you know, that, that people aren't used to like, that's one of them, how you can see the, the Amazon sales there. Um, are, are there any other columns that you can think of that, that are different than, than what everybody's used to, uh, using x-ray on Amazon? They have, um, listed on the x-ray, you can see the Amazon average price as in compare it to the Walmart average price. So that's really helpful. Um, and one thing that I think is really interesting, it's kind of our way of figuring out who's a one-piece seller and who's a three-piece seller is you can actually see if they're gift eligible. And usually if they're gift eligible, then that means they're a one-piece seller. So if you've got you know a ton of one-piece sellers, that might be quite competitive because Walmart does work with a lot of brands and they tend to kind of give them a little bit of a, a boost there. So that might be something to think about. You It'll also show you if there's rich media. So rich media is basically like the enhanced brand content that we have, but they have quite a bit more options on Walmart. So it'll let you know if there's rich media or not. Um, so I think those are some of the main features that um, are really helpful. And you can see all, a lot of the Amazon you know, bestseller ranks on the Walmart page. So a lot of people, what they've been doing in the past is they go to Walmart and then they go back to Amazon and then they go back to Walmart and then back to Amazon. What's really helpful here is you get to pull all the Amazon data alongside the data for Walmart right side by side. So you don't have to go back and forth. So it's all on one page right in front of you. Okay, cool. All right. So there's x-ray. What's the other tool that that we have uh, launched? So the other tool is Cerebro. So Cerebro for Walmart is up. So you basically can go ahead and do, do the same thing. Like we, we do a reverse ASIN on Amazon. It's a reverse product ID on um, Walmart. So you can do one search at a time. So if you wanted to find one competitor, or you can also com- compare multiple sellers, just like you do on the Cerebro for Amazon. So you can com- compare multiple Walmart, Walmart sellers. You can see the relevancy of those keywords for that niche. There's a lot of really great info on Cerebro um, for you to utilize for Walmart. Okay, uh, yeah, that, that's well. very <laughs> um, yeah magnet as well. So that that helps, uh, you know, to see like the, some long tail keywords. It helps to see where your competitors are uh, ranking for. And I know we're working on different uh, ways to get some uh, uh, estimations on Walmart search volume. But whether we have the Walmart uh, there or not, the the helpful thing is. We show the Amazon, you know, search volume uh, as well, which is not, you know, it's not like a one-to-one, uh, you know, basis. You know, people search a little bit differently on on Walmart than, than Amazon, but it's not too different. Speaking of, you know, this kind of has to do with Cerebro, but it's just a general Walmart thing. What's the interesting thing you found out recently about how if something is showing up in sponsored results and organically when we're talking about the same keyword. Yeah, that's the most interesting thing. So if you search, maybe you search dog toys, right? Um, and you have a dog toy listing. If you do a sponsored on, ad on that keyword for that search, for that search term, uh, you will only show up for one or the other. So if you're doing sponsored, you'll show up for sponsored. And if you're not doing sponsored ads, then you'll show up for organic, but you will not show up for both. So that is that was something that's very new for me uh, especially because, you know, I usually like to watch my organic rank increase on Amazon while I'm launching a product, um, and doing sponsored ads. So it's definitely going to be a different strategy because you're going to have to kind of maybe stop PPC for a little bit to see where you're at and then go back and forth like that. 
one more tool we have launched, right, for uh, Walmart? Yes, we have profits for walmart.com. So that's really helpful just especially I, I've heard returns can be kind of um, difficult with Walmart. So it helps you to keep track of your profits, your sales, your returns, all of that in the profits tool. Okay. So. And guys, you know, around the corner, we want to know, hear from you, what are the next tools you want? I know we're working on like, um, you know, uh, index checker and keyword tracker and things like that. You know, Helium 10 has over 30 tools and this is only about, you know, seven or eight uh, that we're launching the first go around. So you know, be sure to let us know um, to customer support which tools you want next that you're used to on Amazon that you'd love to have functionality for on Walmart. And then also to give it a try. These tools are all in beta, guys. We're just launching it. Um, even whether it's an elite or diamond or platinum, it's going to be in beta for a while because uh, we need you guys uh, to test it out and tell us what you like about it, what what you don't like, what what you like, uh, you know, what you like to see in future iterations. So make sure to give your feedback. If people want to submit their ideas as far as what they would like to see different or what new things they would like uh, for our Walmart functionality, how can they do that on the Helium 10 dashboard? Um, the Helium 10 dashboard, you can go up to the top. There's a little question mark right next to the Facebook icon. And then you're going to click share your ideas and you can share them right there or okay. uh, contact support if you need help with anything else. Cool, cool. Now, now going back to just general Walmart things here, have you uh, dove into at all like how PPC works? You, you kind of touched on it a, a little bit about the ranking there, but but like, do you know, do you have anything to say about as far as some some differences you've seen? with how PPC works on, on Walmart as opposed to Amazon? Um, it's pretty basic. There, I've, I've been trying to follow and figure some things. because th So they have uh, the DSP as well for big brands only. So I, I've been trying to look at placements and things like that, but it's pretty basic right now. And I've also heard it's very cheap right now. So, um, you know, definitely a good time to get in there because it's very, very um, affordable to get in that PPC competition. Okay, cool, so. cool. What other things can you tell us about Walmart? I mean, almost a lot of this is new to me since, since I haven't you know personally been selling on Walmart too much, but uh, what can you tell us about some differences or things that people need to, to know? Um, they're rich media. You're going to have to find a hosting place to host your rich media. So that's the um, basically your enhanced content or A-plus content on Amazon. So you, you want to make sure to host that. And, um, there's just a lot of different options for rich media, which is really cool. Um, you want to make sure your images are high quality, just like Amazon. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of similarities, but I would suggest thinking of it in terms of Walmart and strategies you can implement in Walmart, kind of like, like approach it at a complete new, like, like a clean slate instead of just mm -hmm. taking your Amazon knowledge and trying to switch it over you do have a good background, but this is a new platform and you're going to find new strategies and new things to learn. So that's something I've learned about Walmart is I've got to kind of change my mindset and think about this new platform and not try to, you know, push my ideas that the way it works from Amazon. So like just example, for example, the ranking, you know, I, I didn't know that you want, you show up for one either sponsored or organic. Okay. That's completely yeah. different. So we've got to think yep. about some, we got to think about that differently now. So I think the, those are the biggest things about Walmart that I'm learning is just, you know, think about it and approach it differently. Um, but it is it is pretty similar at the same yeah. time. So, yeah. And then we, we, we've talked, you know, mainly about Amazon sellers who who want to just, you know, take their product they already made and um, and just take advantage of, you know, they've already done all the legwork. They've got the packaging. You know, they can just, you know, start cross-selling it on Walmart. But but you, you know of sellers who, who actually 
do research first on Walmart and and launch stuff on that platform, not even having ever launched it on Amazon yeah. first, right? Yeah, I do. And they've done extremely well on Walmart.com. Um, there's so like much. How, how do they right do now. that though? Like, how do they know that? You know what? I don't even need market research on Amazon or or just knowing that I'm successful on Amazon. I know that I can be successful in this product if I have a Walmart uh, only uh, only SKU. Um, you actually can utilize a lot of Amazon data to figure that out. So, um, again, like just some of the strategies, strategies I mentioned earlier when we were talking, um, when you're looking at search volume, you want to go high search volume products and take, take into account maybe that Walmart's going to be about 10% of the search volume. Look and see how much competition you have with one P sellers for certain products. Um, how many people are using rich media? Um, how many people are using the Walmart fulfillment services? Mm -hmm. Um, how many, what what is the price on Amazon com compared to Walmart? You can you can utilize a lot of the Amazon data to make your decisions still um, while we're continuing to refine the information we get for Walmart. So um, you know, Carrie, again, you're you're new to the team, but you're already like you know full full on. You're you're in our Freedom Ticket Extra program. So if people have Walmart questions and you guys are in the Freedom Ticket Extra program, you know, Carrie's on there at least once a month. She's probably going to have be doing some live videos. Uh, in the beginning in our Facebook group. So if you're not a member of Freedom Ticket, actually, you can you can sign up at helium10.com forward slash FTX. And then all of those uh, feature requests and, and things like that, Carrie actually looks at those as well. So if you guys want to, you know, reach out to Carrie or, or give her some some feedback on things, make sure to to use that idea request uh, submission form there that, sh that she referenced. And then she will she will definitely uh, check all those out. So so Carrie, um, what, what's the next uh, few months look like for you? Like, are you getting your, your family's company all set up on, on Walmart yeah. so you can. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking to, to move some products over and also just looking for new opportunities in addition to what we already have, because I think that I'm just kind of approaching Walmart as a, like a whole new, a brand new opportunity and just seeing what, what I can do and not kind of, I'm not putting myself in a box. I'm just the sky's the limit. So I'm going to go for it and whatever I see as an opportunity. I love it. I love it. All right. Thank you so much for coming on to our very first ever uh, Walmart talk uh, episode thank here. You. If you guys have a better name for it, um, like Walmart Wednesdays or, so, or something like that, <laughs> we got to uh, let us know uh, in the comments if you're watching this on, on the on the website. So, Carrie, thank you so much for uh, for joining the team and coming on here to talk about Walmart and learning something that I know very little about. And we'll definitely be reaching out to you in the, in the coming months to, to get some more updates on, on Walmart. Thanks so much for having me.